Welcome to Create Photography, this is Daniel Sieg. In today's episode, I will have a conversation with Australian-based street and travel photographer, Catherine Mathis. Catherine is an Australian-based street and travel photographer. She loves to photograph the interaction of people with their environment. Her work focuses on simplicity and visual narratives. Her photography has been featured in many international publications and exhibitions. Catherine, welcome to Create Photography. I'm very excited to speak with you today about your photography. Thank you, Daniel. It's, um, it's a pleasure to be here. Wonderful. Well, so Catherine, I read that you have started to get seriously into photography back when you were living in the Netherlands in 2004. Can you maybe tell me a little bit more about that time and perhaps what prompted you to get into photography more seriously? Um, yes, uh, we were living in The Hague in the Netherlands and um, I was traveling uh well, working, um, teaching prior to that, but when we moved to the Netherlands with my husband's job, um, I actually wasn't allowed to work. So mm. I was considered, <laughs> a, considered a travelling spouse. So um, those were the rules at the time. So I, um, I joined a couple of uh, organisations um, and did a bit of uh, relocation work and charity work, but I found that... Um, with such, uh, coming from Australia, um, with such beauty in living in a European country, um, I got my camera, which was at that time probably a fairly simple camera, um, mm -hmm. and started um, exploring. Mm -hmm. And um, it was during that that I met a girl who had a much fancier camera than mine, and it was a DSLR, and I just bought the same one, which was a Nikon D70, and then looked at all the um, the gadgets on that and thought, goodness, I don't really know what I'm doing here. So <laughs> it was then that I enrolled um, in a course um, in Amsterdam. So I used to catch the train from Den Haag to Amsterdam and um, and studied the more technical side of um, photography, which um, mm -hmm. was challenging definitely at first, learning ISO and shutter speed and aperture and all of these words. But I'm glad that I did the hard yards early because um, even though my photos were probably fairly um, basic and um, what's the word, you know, just very standard um, mm -hmm. photography. I hadn't really probably found myself then. Um, it was it was understanding the camera and it was um, exploring and just doing whatever you felt like. Um, and then afterwards having a critique from the lecturers and um, just starting very in a very small way to understand who, what I like to, to take photos of and mm -hmm. how to go about it. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm. And did you, before, before you get, got into photography seriously, did you 
take photographs before that as well or uh yes i did i've actually got albums and albums of photos (laughs) back in the day when they were printed um and a lot obviously of my children um over the years but um and i think i liked taking um other types of photos but uh, and I've always loved photography. I think I had a camera as young as 10, a little mm, Hanamex. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, thinking of, of that as a, as a hobby slash career path, um, no, I hadn't ever gone down that route. Right, right. So, so then how did it evolve from there? So you took that, so, so, so you learned more about photography, you obviously I assumed you were taking a lot of photographs with your DSLR and then how did you, did you do street photography back then already? Or did um, you? look, I think I did because I'm looking <laughs> at some of the photos I took uh, and we're talking probably 15 years ago, yep, um, yep. you know, photos of cyclists in Amsterdam, oh, which was a very yep. easy thing to spot. <laughs> <laughs> lots, lots of them. <laughs> lots of them. Um, yep. Yeah. And look, I do, now see that I always loved having uh, people in the in mm-hmm. my images, even if it was just one, or even if it was a shadow. I just I don't know. Yeah. I loved having that element in yeah. the photo. It just gives yeah. to me just gives something. And whilst I can really appreciate, you know, any photo and any beautiful landscape, um, yeah. I, f- I find myself thinking when I'm taking a photo of a beach or something, I think, oh, I wish someone would just walk into the... <laughs> we'll be in there. <laughs> <laughs> and others wish there nobody would be there. <laughs> that's right. Yes, get out of my photo. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. So, so then, Catherine, later you obtained a graduate degree in creative industries and majored in photo media. So... I guess I'm curious how has studying the creative arts, I mean, obviously you studied photography seriously and then the creative arts. How Do you think that has further influenced your photography? Yes, it does in lots of ways. Um, firstly, you study the great photographers um, and that's so invaluable. Um, mm-hmm. You come to understand, and even if you are not a fan of certain uh, styles, you get to experience them all. Um, So that is fabulous. You're also around like-minded people. Um, So I I found that really fabulous. I made some, you know, really good friends and, and of course, the the lecturers and their experience. In terms Mm -hmm. of your own creativity, um, I believe that everyone has their own unique style and it eventually comes out. But whilst you are learning and exploring and, um, you know, trying new things, um, you eventually get to a point where your signature, you, comes out. And Mm -hmm. um, it's only – and some people – I mean, study's not for everybody – some people naturally are so creative that what they do is fabulous. Um, <laughs> so, um, you know, I just think that it's your personality. It's what makes you you. And mm-hmm. after a while, I remember being so excited when one of the lecturers said, yes, I can see that's your photo. 
you know, hmm. you do you do have a style. And to me, yeah. that was the greatest compliment they could pay me because I'd actually finally <laughs> honed down to, you know, um, what I liked and what I what right. I thought was my style. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I, I, I think, right, finding yourself or finding your style, it's not an easy venture <laughs> no. right i i think it's challenging for many of us so yeah i agree and i think that it's something you shouldn't get worried about because it does eventually come and um i think that if you look at your life in total there is a there's something about you that is in lots of things that you do whether it's in your your home or what you wear or the art that you like or colours that you're drawn to, all of that mm. eventually is expressed in your photography. What your yeah. eye sees tends to be also, you know, it, it tends to permeate through other areas of your life and it's right. what makes you you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. Well, that, that leads me to my next question. Uh, <laughs> so your images, um, and, and that's, in my opinion, that they, they, they show a strong sense of composition, but also geometry. And so you have, you have a section on your website called human in, in geometry. And again, of course, you have the human element, which as you, you already mentioned that that kind of permeates, permeates your work. But but I also see geometry kind of in your portfolio in some sense, if I may say so. So, mm. so I guess, <laughs> so I'm curious if, well, first of all, do you agree with that? And then are you influenced with architecture, perhaps other arts? Or is, it, is this something you're thinking about when you're so, yes, your photographs? Okay. Most, most definitely. I, um, before I, uh, for a little while there, I was working as a real estate photographer because mm. I do actually love houses <laughs> and housing <laughs> and interiors. So right. <laughs> I was doing quite a bit of work with um, photographing houses for real estate and um, mm. I loved it because, um, you know, there's lots of um, form and beauty and, you know, um, structure in houses and I was trying to capture that. Um, yeah. so I think that's probably, um, a, a leaning that I do have and I, I am drawn to interesting shapes and sometimes mm -hmm. that will be the first thing I see and then I'll see the bigger picture of the, of the, you know, who's, who's living in those shapes, who's moving around them, um, what angle can I shoot them from? Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I do love that aspect of, um, uh, architecture. Um, you know, I love a good wall, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> I love a good arch. I love a good, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, patina wall, um, you know, beautiful, right. um, windows, uh, steps, um, yeah. yeah, repetition, um, all of those things, uh, in form, um, I really like to frame my images with that. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So another thing I observed is that you give your subjects, not always, but, you know, and often there are people, as we mentioned already, but you, you give them a lot of space in your composition. So, so in other words, maybe one could say you, you make 
the environment a big part of the image. And while it's not always the typical, you know, what what some people refer to as the negative space, I think you it still gives well, I, I felt like that that as aspect of your images gives gives you gives you a new, unique look and so so i guess i'm curious if you're thinking about that aspect or negative space or just space in general when you're when you're composing your photographs yes i think early on i i used to get in close but i i i don't do that much anymore and i actually mm -hmm. find it quite difficult <laughs> uh, to be in too close. Sometimes, of course, you can because you're there, but in general I, I think I do like a bit of space and, and capture a bit of the place that I'm in. Um, and if there's a tree there, I bring that into it and, you know, I just, uh, I think you're right, I do tend to um, not get in too close. Um mm -hmm and enjoy that aspect of the 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 location right um, right um as well as the moment you know i like i like yep. the fact that there's a moment that's happened within that yeah that location um i used i did i used to think that it's like a stage um i love the fact that the street where you're taking your photos is a bit like theatre, and the stage mm -hmm. is the backdrop. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and you know, and then you've got the characters um, right. and how they interact with that backdrop, and how they interact with each other, and how they interact yep. with you potentially. Right. Um, and I love that little story that can sometimes come from an image. I mean, when you're taking a photo, you generally are in a place and what happens happens but sometimes right. this whole little story unfolds and you know i do take a lot of my photography while i'm traveling and yes. um mm -hmm. um and so whatever country or place that i'm in um i really do like to get amongst it and um yep. and yeah that particular style involves um the setting the scene the person and probably the bigger picture right right yeah so many of your photographs are in color but there i noticed there are quite a few black and white photographs as well and so i'm kind of curious if you're again maybe that question of is this something you're thinking about a priori do you do you think about it while you're taking the shot or is it the photograph or are you seeing the scene or is it something that may come later is it maybe a combination um, um so i sometimes immediately see a black and white image um hmm. and sometimes it would be very monochromatic but with pops of color so that's not black and white but that you know basically um the monochromatic uh element is there Mm -hmm. um, sometimes later on I will have a look at an image and see what it looks like in black and white and be really amazed. You know, once that colour has gone, I just love the fact that um, that's one visual that is gone and then you mm -hmm. see this 
um, shades of grey and right. and <laughs> and the whole spectrum. Uh, and the form sort of comes, sort of lifts, especially. For example, when we were in Vietnam, when I was in Vietnam, you know, the beautiful non-la, the hats, that the conical hats that the Vietnamese wore, I mean, in black and white, they just look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so elements like that can just pop um, and, right. and, and you might see that before or you might see it afterwards. But, um, you know, if it's a particularly moody uh, cloudy sky, I think, oh, my gosh, that would look fantastic in black <laughs> and white. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I try, might try and find a silhouette, you know, for example, right. a person silhouetted against that. Yeah. Uh, and it would be nothing potentially in colour, but yeah. black and white is incredible. And, yeah, for the right f- image, I love it. Are you, when, presumably you're still f- photographing using digital cameras, Um are you then changing to black and white or are you just still photographing in, in, in color? And then- so I photograph in color. Um, mm. Look, I've toyed with the idea of um, a friend of mine has the Leica, black, the monochrome uh, camera. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. And he, he raves about it, but he happens to have about 10 or 12 cameras. So, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so it's easy. <laughs> it's, it's easy, but to speak. To have a camera specifically for black and white is kind of a cool idea, and mm-hmm. and those images are incredible. Um, but no, I don't. Um, I don't. Mm-hmm. I just shoot in in color. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So so speaking of travel photography, so so your photography is seems to be a mix of street and travel photography, and obviously doing street probably while you're traveling. Um, mm. And those two genres can be i guess combined as your work exemplifies now my question is a little bit more about the process of your street photography so i know you you know you you kind of already mentioned sometimes you see these scenes you see something in black and white so are you maybe sometimes just seeing a scene and waiting for your (laughs) for your human element to, to come into the frame or are you you know that's that's the typical fisherman, right? The uh, the metaphor. I, mm. Or is it something where, or do you wander the streets, or do you kind of again do a combination of of both of them? Um, uh, I would say now um, I do a combination of both. I'm I'm probably I I'm not a waiter. I tend to okay. move. I'm on the move a lot. You're on the move, yeah. When I'm <laughs> when I'm taking photos, if mm-hmm. there is something I I sense that there's something very special can happen in a location, I will definitely wait. Okay. I'll fish. Is that fishing? Yes. Yeah, that yeah. would be the fisherman. <laughs> yes, I would definitely fish. Yeah, um, yeah. But sometimes you've got to be super quick. You just see something and you take right. it. So that's not fishing. That's you were there and, yeah. um, you know, you responded. Um, right. But, yes, it depends uh, on, a, on the elements coming together in a way. If you feel that you've got the right light, the right uh, backdrop, the right, everything's sort of coming together and you know that if you wait, the right character is going to present, then sure, I'll I'll wait. I'll be the fisher. Yep. Um, yeah. And what's the other one? The- so, so the other will be the hunter. So kind of when you're oh, wondering right. where basically it's just one. You know, you're walking around and hunting for your mm-hmm. subject. Well, it sounds a bit say. evil, that one, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it sounds a little evil. It could be evil. But um, no, I do that too yeah. because okay. uh, you never know what you're going to find around a corner and you've got to go down yeah. those corners and down those streets and into a piazza or into a, 
you know, and and not often travelled spot as long as it's safe. Yep. Um, yes. So that's where the magic happens, I believe. Right. So um, yeah, I go exploring. I'm a little bit a little bit naughty sometimes, and I probably <laughs> should turn around and go back the other way. But yeah. <laughs> um, um, I find that really exciting. So, so do you always carry a camera? I mean, always meaning like when you're on your travels or when you're on your so on my travels, yes, I okay. have okay. a camera bag uh, that slings across my body. I have okay. on my back. Um, I have a shoulder strap that I can the camera can hang down by my side, and quite often mm. when you're walking, it you you actually <clears throat> can't. Um, it it's not obvious as around your neck or in your mm -hmm. hands, so I can just pop it on my hip and walk normally. Um, mm -hmm. But um, and that's <clears throat> uh, good for. Um, Uh, comfort too. Um, yeah. I don't want to yeah. have my hands up all the time with my camera. I want to oh, be sure. relaxed. Yep. So <laughs> I have um, probably a, an extra lens or two in that backpack, but my main lens uh, is on my camera. And mm -hmm. um, uh, I just um, like to travel fairly light. Mm -hmm. um, And I've forgotten the question. What was the question? No, no, that was just the main yes. question. Was just if you always carry a camera when oh, you're always, you know, when you're um, yep, not yep. always. I, okay. I actually had to, um, I actually had to kind of relax a bit on that because I would go places without my camera and get annoyed with myself. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things. You are always seeing images, and yes, <laughs> so it's. Um, I did buy a smaller camera for my bag and thought I would use it, but don't. I, I mean, I'm just, I think I'm a DSLR person. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's, it's, uh, I have a camera in my car so that if I am somewhere and I did want to go and get it, I could get it. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, most times I like to have it nearby but um it's 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 impossible to have it with you all the time right because of, um yep. yeah mm -hmm. because of size but if yep. i yep. if i got better at using the smaller versions um um then and i do have one i have a fuji but um mm -hmm. i don't know you just get so used to your own um your original oh, yeah. camera um <laughs> so I, i just have to get a bit better at that because it's always good to right. have a camera than no camera and of course there's the iphone these days there's the iphone right and, and they're pretty the they're not bad they're, they're not bad they're um yep. mm -hmm. that's right and it's good to have yep. you've always yep. got it <laughs> yes <laughs> that's true hmm. so catherine you you travel to different continents including asia north africa of course you you lived in europe um And now you're living back in Australia, right? So mm -hmm. can That's you right. can you tell me how you experienced the different countries maybe differently as a as a street photographer in particular? Was it you know street photographer traveler, of course? And for example, you know what you know you you visited Tokyo, Morocco. I mean these these places are you know vastly different. But how was it for you to experience it as a street photographer? I guess I'm curious about that. Yes, well, every place um, is different um, mm -hmm. and yet the same in some ways. So um, it's finding those differences and um, and working within that. Uh, I loved 
Tokyo um, mm-hmm. and Japan for its uh, structure and precision and and it comes out in the images. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Even in chaos, the mm-hmm. Japanese <laughs> culture looks so organised. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, when you travel on their trains, you think, why can't this happen in other countries? It's yeah. just so <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Whereas you then go to chaos, for example, in India, and it's beautiful um, and it's, it's, it's in its messiness and in its rawness mm-hmm. and... Um, and, you know, people, uh, getting on with life and mingling and, you know, just in a different way. Um, Mm -hmm. Morocco was a very interesting experience. We, um, we were in Morocco, uh, I was in Morocco during, um, the religious festival. I've forgotten Mm. the name. Um, uh, Ramadan, Ramadan. Ramadan, And, um, so it was an interesting time to be uh, to be there, of course, during a, mm-hmm. a, a very heightened, um, you know, time. Um, uh, and we had to be a little bit, well, obviously had to be very cognizant of the fact that, um, you know, cameras at this time perhaps weren't appropriate. So, right. um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we were respectful of that. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, we got some beautiful colours and... Um, moments in Morocco and uh, I would love to go back there actually um, Mm -hmm. when it's not Ramadan. I'm really pleased that we were there for it to experience it. It's an incredible time Mm -hmm. and we met an amazing girl uh, who took us back to her family home and Mm. um, we we got to see uh, how they live uh, and how they experience... um, Ramadan and the the fasting and you know they were just so hospitable and beautiful even mm-hmm. amongst all of that um, mm. and yeah it was it was it was fabulous but different um, yeah. I'm just looking at my list of countries that I've been to and of course <laughs> you know Italy is so beautiful and wonderful and and uh, aesthetically pleasing as is France yeah. and um, yeah. um, so many different, you know, USA, the energy of New York, incredible. Yeah. Um, so different again. <laughs> so different again. So, yes, um, I'm missing a lot of that, um, yep. of that, of those experiences. But um, yep. Yep. Um, that's that's the way of the world at the moment. Yeah, that's how it how it goes. How, how is it in Australia right now, speaking of the, the current situation? Yeah, so um, with COVID... Um, I was just Googling to confirm that Perth, Australia, where I live, is in fact written up as the most isolated city in the world. Hmm. So we have been very fortunate in that um, we have some pretty tight uh, uh, border restrictions as Mm. well as the fact that we are an ocean and a desert away from you know, a lot of people. So, (laughs) yeah. So we haven't, we've had a couple of mini lockdowns, but um, we currently have no COVID here or just a a smattering of cases. But on the east coast of Australia, which is Melbourne, Sydney, um, they have, uh, they're in a quite a a bad way at the moment because um, Mm -hmm. It, it, the Delta strain the Delta of the virus variant, yep. mm-hmm. variant has um, has got out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a son who was living in Melbourne. He's just returned to Perth, um, but he's lived through you know eight months of in being mm. in his in his little apartment, 
and pretty strict, um, right? Pretty very strict, strict yeah. very strict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. been tough. Uh, I mean, he's been he's been fine. It's it's um, yeah. it's just a time, but um, it was nice that he was able to um, get a flight back here and spend some time yeah. uh, where we're much less restricted. Oh yeah. 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 How about you? Oh yeah. Um, well, I, I live in St. Paul, Minnesota, so Mi- Minneapolis, St. Paul, so mm-hmm. the Twin Cities. But um, so right now, yeah, it, it, it is fine. I mean, the vaccination rates are pretty high, but you know, of course, we had a surge as well with the Delta variant. But mm-hmm. so you know, people are wearing masks and they're overall fairly cautious, I'd say. But um, but yeah, we are. You know, people are going back to work and all that, and so. So yeah, I mean it it's obviously not quite back to normal maybe it never will be. <laughs> mm. But, but a um, bit of normality is coming. A bit back. of normal. Yeah, I I would say so. I mean, I think it's it's definitely been better um and again the, I think the the vaccination pretty high vaccination rates do do help. That's right. Are we um, are you um likely to travel anywhere or have you? Yeah, you know, so I'm originally from Switzerland, so I actually did travel to Switzerland um in September. Mm. So I was fortunate to go back. I was kind of hoping that it would be okay because I was a little bit worried about the Delta variant again, you know, surging as you mentioned. Um mm. but it, it it worked okay. I mean, the you have to really plan things carefully and do your <laughs> do your testing or do your have your vaccine proofs and all these things and every country is a little different so so mm-hmm. it's um yeah i was visiting a, a friend in in germany as well in hamburg germany and so you know again you have to just make sure you have all the the right paperwork to, to do that but 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 it worked okay so that's good so yeah so we'll see so that, mm-hmm. that was nice actually to go back uh, yes so I'm, I'm currently <laughs> planning if i was allowed to travel where i would go but um, oh. <laughs> i'll just have to uh, wait until that's more likely uh, okay until, so yeah. you're planning for some possibly some trips um, yes yes yeah. oh that's good um Okay, so I have a couple more questions. So one is a little bit shifting gears, but I'm so I want to talk a little bit about women street photographers. That's actually how I discovered your work, and I I absolutely loved it. And so we'll link to your website as well, of course. But um, so um, can you tell me a little bit more about the organization and maybe how you got involved? Well, I'm so grateful that I did. Um, The founder of Women's Street Photographers, who I believe you have interviewed. Yeah. um, I haven't listened to that podcast yet, but I've worked my way through a few. And I must say, Daniel, I love the people that you've interviewed and the topics that you've covered and it's fabulous. Mm. So thank you. (laughs) um, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm one of them now, but um, (laughs) so yeah, um, Galnara is, um, is wonderful. Um, I think originally, originally somehow I, I, I can't remember how we came into contact, but I, I'm grateful that I was on board early with her and I was exhibiting, uh, with her, um, inaugural exhibition in 2019 in New York. Hmm. Um, and since then she's gone, uh, she's just become amazingly, um, famous and, um, mm-hmm. and recognized rightly so her work is amazing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but what it, what she is aiming to do is, you know, recognize women, um, 
in the street photography genre because mm-hmm. I think in the past perhaps it was considered to be a male-dominated um, zone, although there was a lot of amazing women that I admire as well. But um, mm. she's just highlighted um, a lot of women that perhaps wouldn't have been recognised. Um, yeah. So that was um, fabulous. And, in fact, when I went to New York in I think it was must have been 2019, um, okay. I met her. And uh, that was fabulous. Um, she she's wonderful, um, and uh, she's actually set me a challenge. She said, "What I want you to do is go out onto the streets tomorrow and get up really close." And she must have <laughs> known that that's something I can't do. <laughs> so she said, "Take your camera and really get up close to people." And um, so that was a fun day. The next day, um, oh yeah. But um, I would like to get a bit better at that. Um, and mm-hmm. I really admire uh, the photography of, you know, famous and contemporary people who uh, can do that, um, you know, yeah. amazing expressions they capture. And, um, yeah, so that was that was right. the beginning of a lot of good stuff uh, was, was, was um, getting to know Golnara and um, mm-hmm. being part of her exhibitions which then went on to various parts of the world um right. so that gave us a bit of that gave me some you know exposure and uh, incredible knowledge and an incredible community of women who mm. i feel as though i know and i haven't met <laughs> most of them um but we're just um it's 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 fabulous but yeah 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 no it's really out. great that, well and i'm grateful because that's how i met you i wouldn't probably have well i don't know but maybe we would have still met somehow but i uh i was yeah i I think that website is really fantastic and so we'll link to that as well in the show notes thank you yeah absolutely and um yeah so um so to wrap up a couple more things so um if for somebody i often ask that question but i'm still curious because i think I feel like it's an important question uh, potentially. So for somebody just getting into photography and maybe specifically street photography, what is, you know, now maybe in hindsight, <laughs> what mm. is some of, what are some of the things that you would recommend to her or him? Mm. Um, you know, what, what they should pay attention to or maybe not pay attention to. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, look, I think, um, Photography, just remember, I think, that photography is your take on the world. So whilst it's good, really good, in fact, to look at lots of different styles and people, Mm -hmm. um, try and isolate what it is that that you're drawn to and and find um, something about the photos that you take that is similar and, um, and expand on that. But you know what is your essence? I think is 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 something that's um, is reasonably important, and that becomes clear later on. I look back at the early early work that I did, and um, there's bits of everything. I tried everything, and you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I think uh, one of the things when you're on this, we out and about taking photos is to expect the unexpected or, or, or look out for it um, mm-hmm. because that's there's some great photos that happen um, outside of the ordinary stuff. There will be something that 
in the corner of your eye might happen or an expression or a movement or mm-hmm. um, something that catches your eye and that's where some beautiful stuff happens, um, mm-hmm. some of the beauty and some of the surrealness and some of the the graphic um, imagery that, that, that yeah. can happen. Um, I think weather is very important. So when you are going out to take photos or when you're out taking photos, look at the light, look at the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If it's raining, you think, okay, umbrellas, I'm going <laughs> to, you know, let's look, you know, um, let's look at um, the rain, let's look at the puddles, let's um, see if I can see any reflections in those puddles, see if I can yep. see a, a <laughs> window that's got water coming down it and, you know, I'll do some blurred or obscured images. Um and so I think that's pretty important. Time of mm-hmm. day um, is important, architecture and characters. So, you know, try and find the elements that appeal to you mm-hmm. um, and work with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and ask yourself, what am I trying to say? You know, it might be nothing. Yeah. It might be I like that colour. But, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> just um, uh, just have a little think about, um, you know, what what – I'm seeing a crosswalk in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot of people. Um, This represents Tokyo to me. How do I want to frame it? Um, What do I want to say? Um, And click the shutter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's (laughs) um, it's a lot of fun. It's a great it's a great journey. It's a great love. Uh, I think I've I've said that for me. Photography is meditative. I mm-hmm. I go into a bit of a zone. I do mm-hmm. like taking photos with other people, but my preference um, is is fairly solitary. Um, yeah, when you're on your own. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. do get into a bit of a zone. Yeah, um, yeah. and yeah, just follow. There's also a um, an element of flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, most photographers yep. will tell you that when you're in the flow, when you're in the zone, yep. uh, things just appear. It's it amazing. Yep. It just happens. Um, <laughs> Very interesting. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it's just some sort of um, beauty that appears if you are open to it. Um, yeah. And that's what I would say is go out. Mm-hmm. The other thing, listening to a couple of your uh podcasts that made me um reminded me but also made me feel better is <laughs> that a lot of photographers go out and take photos and come home and they're not happy with any of them so you know and i thought yep, oh yep. thank goodness i'm not the only <laughs> <Thank goodness>. one <laughs> not the so, only one that's yeah right. <laughs> so just yep. chalk that day up to a great walk and yep. um you know fresh air and you know nothing came your way maybe you were Maybe it was just one of those days or maybe you were distracted or had something on your mind, and that's absolutely fine. Um, you yeah. still got to get out and experiment. Yeah. Uh, and even the mistakes teach you something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. Well, great answer. That really, really like that. Thank you so much. And so, so to wrap up my final question, where can people best find you online? <laughs> Um, yes, so I have uh, an Instagram page, okay. which is um, at Catherine underscore Mathis. Okay. 
And uh, I also have a website, which is katherinemathis.com. Okay. Um, and that's that's the two main ones. Those are um, the main ones. Okay. Yes. So um, I'm excited to uh, post COVID. Um, I did a little bit of um, work uh, with water while I was in while we were in lockdown. We had a pool, mm. and um, and that was my way of of continuing my photography. But I'm really oh, nice. kind of excited to get back out on the street when um, things. I mean, things yep. are relatively normal here, but uh, uh, yeah. to travel and take photos is my is my greatest love. So mm-hmm. when that happens, um, I will fire up the Instagram page again. I've had a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a hiatus. I must yeah, say. that's that, no, <laughs> nobody will blame you for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wonderful. Well, Catherine, thanks so much for being on Create Photography. Thank you so much, Daniel. It was a pleasure to talk to you. And, um, yes, I look forward to um, hearing lots more of your podcasts and I'm going to spread the word. All right. Wonderful. Thanks again. All right. This wraps up my episode with Catherine Mathis, Australian-based street and travel photographer. Check out her work on her website and her Instagram. This will be linked in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and talk to you next time.